Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Welcome back. What is it about throwing away food that feels like I'm just tearing up a $20 bill into little teeny tiny pieces and throwing the pieces into our compost bin? Seriously, it's so weird to wrap my head around throwing away food simply because it's working against my weight management protocol. I know I'm not the only one who needs to work on this. So many women in our group program talk about how challenging it is to throw away food that they really don't want to eat. And when they don't throw it away, what happens? They do eat it, of course, because we're only human. Obviously, I'm not talking about leftover broccoli here. If someone gave me a container of heroin, I wouldn't feel bad at all about throwing that away. In fact, it would feel reasonable and appropriate. So let me ask, if we're trying to live healthier longer and to manage our weight as part of that, isn't it reasonable and appropriate to throw away food that isn't serving us? Today, I'm going to convince you that it's not only reasonable, but also that it's possible. Recently, I was cleaning out my purse and I found a big, soft chocolate chip cookie still tightly sealed in its plastic wrapper. It was from a fancy event that I had attended a few days prior. I thought to myself, I hate to throw this away. Maybe I'll just take one little nibble to see if it's still good. The problem is that it was still good, still soft and chewy and absolutely delicious. And so I kept nibbling and nibbling, and I finally asked myself, what is the problem with throwing this old cookie away? I knew it must be ultra-processed because otherwise it wouldn't have stayed fresh for so long. So it wasn't even my kind of cookie. A homemade cookie would have been worth eating but not this ultra-processed cookie. For some reason, I caught myself believing it was a waste to throw it away. Have you ever been there? Maybe you keep snacking on a bag of chips that came with your lunch, even though you didn't want them, because it seemed more logical to finish them than throwing away the rest. Or do you eat the last five bites of ice cream in the bottom of the pint, even though you've already had more than enough? Or more challenging perhaps, a gift of some food or a dessert that isn't what you choose to eat, but it seems wrong to toss it because someone gave it to you, even more so if they made it themselves, right? This time of year, the food gifts definitely start to show up. The problem, of course, is that it's a waste to put something we don't want to eat into our mouths. In the case of that cookie, it wasn't a special occasion anymore by the time I found it in my purse. And I'm not even the one who saved the cookie in the first place. I'm sorry to out myself by confessing that I found the cookie in the backseat of my car. One of my kids must have brought it home. 
Clearly, it sat in my car for a few days before I transferred it to my purse. And then, well, you know what happened. So what can we do when we have food in our possession that isn't serving our weight loss goals or our health goals? Keep in mind, I'm not saying you can't plan a cookie or some other treat. I did eat a cookie at that event because I planned for it. I ate healthy food that week and I was looking forward to a dessert at the event. So I had my big cookie, which I savored and enjoyed. I ate it without a lick of regret or recrimination. It wasn't a teeny tiny one by cookie either. That's the value of a planned treat. We can allow planned splurges occasionally so we don't feel all restricted and deprived when we're working on our weight. Not allowing a cookie ever, that's that old toxic diet culture. No, thank you. Treats are going to pop up eventually, right? When we plan them, we don't get into that negative energy around having a little treat. Instead, you can eat it from a place of enjoyment. That's so much better than resisting it, eventually having it anyway, and then beating yourself up for doing so. I want to tell you something. You don't have to feel bad every time you eat a cookie. That makes sense, right? Plan an occasional treat. Allow it. Enjoy it. And keep it reasonable. I always try to make the portion size appropriate and choose something that's a real food treat, not an ultra-processed treat, meaning a homemade or a bakery cookie or two or three, depending on the size, is a better choice than an ultra-processed or Nova 4 cookie like Oreos. The chemicals in Oreos, by the way, are designed to hook us and keep us coming back for more. If you think it's an accident that certain cookies and chips feel addictive, then you're being fooled by the food industry, just like the tobacco companies understood that they were making their cigarettes addictive. By design, the food industry knows exactly what it's doing, and we shouldn't be naive to that. And just like with cigarettes, not everyone who tries an Oreo or some Flaming Hot Cheetos will become addicted but some of us will. And those who don't may still find it hard to eat a small amount. These foods are compelling. They're designed to have the perfect bliss point that leaves us craving more. So back to the topic of throwing away food. If you have some food that's not part of a planned splurge and you prefer not to eat it, the fastest path to avoid eating it is to throw that sucker right into the garbage. Have you ever done that? Did you do it after Halloween if you had leftover candy? Come on, now is your opportunity. You can save that idea for later in the podcast when we come up with our NBA, our next best action for today. If you are still holding Halloween candy, I'm telling you, that is the best NBA you could select. Moving on to the holiday season, Let's get back to the idea of throwing away food that isn't serving us. It's all about how we frame it for ourselves. Weight loss requires managing our own brains. We understand which foods serve us when it comes to managing our weight and which foods work against us. But the primitive part of our brains can behave like a toddler. 
acting impulsively and then melting down and stumping our metaphorical feet when we don't get what we want when we want it. Alternatively, we can tap into the higher level executive functioning part of our brains to curate the thoughts that help us to feel empowered and lead us to make healthy choices. You're in control of the message that will determine whether you eat the cookie you find in your bag or not. I'm going to stick with cookies today as my example. So for those of you who are salty, crunchy, savory snackers, as always, please substitute in your own tempting food example. Let's say someone brought a bunch of cookies with white chocolate chips to my house as a holiday treat. This is a good example for me because I love cookies, but I don't enjoy white chocolate all that much. It's generally not worth it for me to have white chocolate as my splurge. When I splurge, I want to enjoy it thoroughly. So what are my options here? Historically, I might simply let the white chocolate chip cookie sit, and eventually over time, if there was nothing else sweet in the house, I'd start nibbling on them. That's doubly true if I see them, right? We all know visual food cues are compelling. Leave cookies in a cookie jar on the counter, and it's tough to walk past those day after day. The longer the cookies sit out, the more decision fatigue I get from coaching myself not to eat them. And so I'm likely to pop them in my mouth at some point, simply giving up the battle. Another option is to give the white chocolate chip cookies away. Listen, if they're homemade cookies, that probably feels like the nice thing to do, as opposed to throwing them out. But often, you're simply passing your dilemma onto someone else. I hear that all of the time from teachers and from people who work in an office setting. This time of year, the shared space is filled with candy and other treats that people don't want to keep at home. The problem is no one wants them at work either. So maybe it's not the nice thing to pass it along after all. In my experience, teachers are thrilled to get a fruit platter for the teacher's lounge over another plate of tempting cookies. So if you've decided you don't want to eat the cookies and you're not going to give them away to someone who will be faced with the same dilemma, it's time to ponder throwing them away. This takes coaching. We have to decide how we want to feel about it and then choose thoughts that generate that feeling. Here's an example. If I want to feel like a jerk for throwing away the cookies someone gave me, I could choose a thought like this. I would die if anyone knew how wasteful and rude I was being by throwing away these cookies. When I think that thought, I do feel wasteful and rude. I feel like a jerk. Instead, I could choose a thought like this. I know they didn't understand how hard I've been working to manage my weight and my health. These cookies are actually working against my goals. It's okay to do what I want with these cookies now. And what I want is not to have a battle in my kitchen all week. It's okay to throw them out. Here's another way to frame it. I'm not a bad person for throwing away something I don't want to eat. Or I'm not a bad person for throwing away something that's opposing 
my health and longevity goals. To tap into my earlier example, I would not feel bad if someone gave me a bunch of heroin as a present and I threw that away. I'm allowed to decide what I put in my body and I'm deciding heroin is not for me. (laughs) Suddenly, I feel a little compassionate toward myself and it feels reasonable to simply toss what I would never want to have. I bet you'll agree that this process is a lot easier when we consider Oreos instead of homemade cookies. Kraft Foods doesn't care if you throw away their cookies. They just want you to buy them. What you do after that is of no concern to them. You're not hurting the feelings of Kraft Food. Actually, I believe Oreos now owned by Mondelez International or Mondelez International, along with Cadbury and Nabisco. But you're not hurting their feelings either. Just throw that stuff away. Now that we've decided it's fair game to throw away food that isn't serving us, and we've chosen a thought that helps us to feel compassionate about that decision, there's still the act of doing it. Why is that so hard? I really don't know. When my kids were little and my mom babysat them while I was at work, I would ask her to go through our pantry periodically and throw away not only anything that was expired, but also anything that was sitting there creating food drama for me. Toss the candy, toss the chips, toss the cookies. Bye-bye. Thank you. I don't miss the food drama. I really appreciated my mom helping me with that. I'm not solely in charge of my own pantry or freezer these days. My husband buys treats and my kids do too. Sometimes they buy treats for me, or they say they're for me, treats I don't even want. Or actually, it's more accurate to say I both want them and I don't want them, which is fine. That's human and completely normal when we're trying to healthy up what we eat for weight loss or longevity. It's okay to both want something and not want something. Nothing's wrong with you when you feel that way. So lots of people bring treats into the house, but no one throws anything away except for me. So here's what I do. I made up a silly little saying every time I throw away ultra-processed foods that I don't want in my home. Imagine me picking up a half-empty container of ice cream that I no longer want to eat. I simply say, I'm throwing away diabetes. That might not resonate for you, but for me, that's very helpful because my blood sugar has been inching up slowly over the years. Maybe for you, it's something else. I'm throwing away plus-size clothing, or I'm throwing away knee arthritis. Come up with something that you can say to yourself whenever you make the choice to toss some food that's not serving you. When the weather's nice, I usually walk that food out the back door, through the fence, down the alley, and behind our garage to our garbage can. There's something really fun and definitive about marching the food out there, opening the lid, throwing away the diabetes-inducing ice cream, slamming down the lid, and donning a self-satisfied smile that says, I did that. Yes, I did. I threw away that ice cream. As you know from my cookie in the purse example, I don't always nail it. But that's the thing. We don't have to always nail it. 
This process of managing our minds takes time and practice, and it's definitely okay not to be perfect. Successive approximations toward a goal. Let's just make a little progress. Let's practice. I know you've been thinking about something in your home that would be better placed in the alley garbage can than in your stomach. That's your NBA for today, your next best action. I invite you to choose your thought about it. Make sure your thought makes you feel empowered or confident or determined. And then toss that baby right into the garbage. You've got this. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.